We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty Podcast. What's good? We left you guys yesterday. Didn't really jump in. Personally, I was busy left. I was running around helping my parents out. That's barbershop, right. Barbershop stuff. And then by the time I got home, I was like, you know what? We'll just do it on Saturday. We'll connect with the fans for a Saturday morning show. Brought to you by Nora Whiskey. AnoraWhiskey.com, that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you drink, by all means, make sure you do so. Responsibly. You got to do it responsibly. CFB Nation, presented by Twisted Yeah. Hey. Hey. Get like that. Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Daily, we give you audio edibles. Go lock in. YouTube page, subscribe. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you smash the like button, notification bell, and then also, you know, share. Let everybody know. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Left, what do we do? We, we spin, spin it. it different. Yeah. Only as lefties do. Only as lefties do. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So let's start this out. This is our Notre Dame Weekend Review show, but we want to set this up because we have a special guest. We actually have a couple of special guests that are going to jump in today. Uh, I believe Big Bro Austin McBride is going to join us in a few minutes. I believe Big Bro Reggie Brooks is going to join us in a few minutes. So this is going to be a fun show, and we might be doing this in the offseason, dude, really getting the legends to sit down, just chop it up. So you're not just going to chop it up about life in general. And I want to bring Owen on the conversation we had pre-show. Because he, see, we both are jealous of O. That's right. As, as brothers, see, let, let, let's be honest. We're jealous of the dudes with the full beards. We can just go ahead. Yeah. Man, we jealous of the dudes with the full beards, man. Because there's so many things we can do, right? So let me share so this, things. right? Let me share this. I went to the barbershop with my brother. So my brother's beard is fuller than mine and darker than mine. You see, I'm doing that. You know, I'm doing the salt and pepper. You know what I'm saying? Push it real good right about now. I'm not ashamed of that. It's all good. But my brother's is nice, black, and full. And so now they have this thing. It, ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, my brother, Malik, he's gone from, you know, having his hair, the un, you know, the look he had. J-O unkept. The unkept. Dude starting fire. Yeah, the unkept. And then, you know, he went from that to, you know, just having an even, the professional look when he was doing games for CBS this season. That's and right. now I look up, and this dude, he went full fade mode on right? <laughs> full fade. So I was telling him, I was at the barbershop, and uh, my, my brother's barber was like, yo, I'm going to give you the double line. And I was like, the double lining? I'm like, yo, what is this? So the double lining people is like, they give you the lighter lining up top. And then as it goes down, they give you a more darker defined lining going down towards your beard. So I see I see Big O in the background nodding his head. See, Big O, <laughs> you, you must know about this, bro. And hey, that's that beard fade, dog. That's that beard fade. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. Uh, Fade that thing down till it gets full and thick on the bottom. That's how we roll, man. See, I got I got mad jealous yesterday watching my brother. Mad jealous. Like, come on, man. And we also want to bring in our other big brother, Reggie Brooks, onto the show. Uh, what's up, fellas? What's Ready up, B. Big? Ready B. What's up, big bro? So, so hey, you hey, enjoy oh, retirement, huh, Reggie? We, we don't, we're in a public space, man. We got to be careful now. Huh? Oh, yeah. I know. I got you. Yeah, got, got, I got yeah. you. <laughs> so, see, 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 Reg has chosen to just do the clean look. See, Reg has yeah. just chosen to clean up top, clean it up on the, on the beard it's side. It's all gray. <laughs> it's all gray. Hey, I, I decided just to grow more on my face as I can't grow it on my head anymore. So, you know, I just flipped it just from the it top to the bottom, dog. Just, just let it all go. Yeah, I, I can't do it. I can't. <laughs> Oh man! So I'm gonna tell you guys. I'm set. I, we're gonna talk Notre Dame 
and we can review on some of the things that have happened within the program and, and get the tape from guys that have been through the program and are still connected to the program. But I want to start this off. The motivation really for bringing you guys on is, I don't know if you guys know, but I was talking to Left. Left was talking a little trash this week, right? So we're going to start the show off with a little uh, Notre Dame era trash talk, right? Wow. So I was watching, I don't know if you guys watch uh, Shannon Sharp, and uh, Chad Ochocinco have a, a, a podcast called Nightcap. It's hilarious. And they, they, <laughs> it's great. Hilarious. Chad actually told Shannon Sharp, our 2005 Bengals squad would kill your 98 Broncos squad. Oof. And they were going, I mean, dude, Chad was like, man, y'all can't stop us. Steve Atwater can't, can't do nothing with me in the slot. And I mean, they were going back and forth, right? So, you break look, your back. right, right. <laughs> so, look, I had a run in with that dude. Oh yeah, T- tell us about it. Tell us about it. I'm in Tampa. This, this <laughs> uh, third, fourth year, I'm in Tampa, and he didn't get me though. Mm-hmm. He tried, and I mean, he tried to kill me. Yeah, because he will fill that that alley. Come on! It was our attack. Boom! Had a, a, a counter play. Boom! Cut, broke it up. I, I I saw him. That's why I said the best asset a running back can have is vision. Yes, your vision is imperative because if I did not see this man, <laughs> no, no. I mean, he was coming with bad intentions. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, you had that patented spin move though, ready? Yeah, you had that. I, dude, I I saved my life. <laughs> I know I saved my life. He tried to Christian Okoye hit you with yeah. the Christian Okoye. Yeah, but see, I wasn't. I'm not Christian Okoye. I don't have. I don't have that good girth. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this, I mean, he came like like he was coming downhill to hurt I, you. He was coming to hurt you. Yeah. Yeah, I was see, like again. He was different, man. He he wasn't one of them cats yeah. just trying to make a tackle. He was trying hey, to get it wasn't he just him to... though. I said the, the guy that got me, <laughs> and to this day, I've not, you know, outside of maybe Reggie White, this man, Ronnie Lott hit me Oof. my rookie Oof. year. Oof. And I just laid down in James Hotline <laughs> and was just like as a grown man, you had to lay down on that. I, I I was like I, I was thinking about life. Yeah, you had to consider. You had to reconsider some stuff, bro. A lot of stuff, man. I've never been hit like that in my life. Oh, this is rookie year, and you the whole he, time. He was, and this is is he on back end of his career. He was with the Jets at this time, Ooh. and he comes barreling down up again. And I blame blame our, uh, our our running backs coach. So our running back coach Don Bro, he's on my head all week. Because, like I said, I'll jump in there, boom, get outside and get to the sideline. I just step out. Right. You know, and, you know, it'll wind up being like, you know, second and three, second and two. And this was like, a th- it was a second down play. And it was like, it had been like, it wound up being like third and, third and one. But I stopped. And this was my fault. This was my fault. I was halfway <laughs> in, halfway out. I, I didn't, I didn't commit. Yeah. I didn't commit. But all I heard was Don Bro in my head talking about, Get that yard. Get that extra yard. Ooh. I, I halfway went in there to go Ooh. back inside. 
Yeah, you half-heartedly. Yes, there was no commitment. There was no yeah, commitment yeah. on my part. And if you're not committed, it's not going to go well. Yeah, you got to commit. Yeah. Dude, he hit me like just – I look, he wiped me off of the, the field. I was just like wiped off. Yeah. And he yeah. hit me so I was like on – like where they had the benches. I was way out over there. Yeah, you just – yeah, you way – And I just <laughs> laid out there. And, and I was hurt. It was hurt. It hurt so bad that I was just numb. Yeah. I just oh, laid like, down. It was one of them shocking hits. It yes. Like, I was, my body, my brain, everything was in shock. Yeah. I had one of those too, bro. But mine yeah. wasn't Mine wasn't Ronnie Lott or, or Ray, but mine was LeVon Kirkland. Remember him? Ooh. Oh. Oh. Bro. <laughs> Dude, you that, got a linebacker that's 6'3". 270. No, 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 bro. He was 285. Because remember, <laughs> him and Eric Green, him and Eric Green was about the same size when Eric was playing tight end, right? Oh, my God. So we played play him in the 3'4"? Bro, bro. We scrimmaged Pittsburgh every year when I was in Washington. We scrimmaged Pittsburgh every year. This dude, no. Like, that is illegal. That should bro, be Bro, look here. Your he boy was, almost he turned. Was technique playing linebacker, man. Bro, I almost turned my stuff in on the sideline. <laughs> like I, I look. So we had like a load play, you know. We we run, you know, the, the you know pin and pull schemes. If there's a bubble, I I go up to the linebacker, right? Yeah. You know, like right. and and what what the Cardinals had me doing, Dave Atkins. I blame Dave Atkins. He was <laughs> our offensive coordinator, bro. My job was to put my head on his upfield knee. <laughs> now, if you know anything about LeVon Kirkland, from the waist down, he was 245. At least. At least. He was 245 for the waist down, dog. Look, oh, I yeah, come in there at the time, I'm like, I'm 246. You know, you slim down when you get to the league because it's a track meet, right? Like, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have that Notre Dame 260 on me, so I come in there at 245 with some narrow hips. And throw my stuff in there on his thigh. Look, bro, my whole body just went down. My <laughs> whole, bro. And then he, he just looked at me like, "Come on, eight seven, stay up. We in the league, bro." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He trying to Look, I, can't, to I, I can't even respond, bro. I'm on the ground like, uh, uh. yeah, yeah. No, Garrison yeah. Hurst coming to me. Hey, dog, you good? I, I can't breathe. Nah, I can't nah. see. Oh, smoking. <laughs> Look here, man. Look, it was. It was I came to the sideline. Dave Atkins looking at you. All right, eight seven. I I didn't even. I didn't want to talk to him, bro. I was so <laughs> mad. About, yeah. I was so mad. Like, bro, that you're the one who said head on the upfield knee. I hit this man in his thigh, and my whole body gave up. Whole body <laughs> was done. Dude. So, needless to say, the yeah. next time homeboy came in, and we was we was hand fighting when we ran that play. Yeah, yeah, we hand fighting. Yeah, we hand put my head on. Hey, I'll take the, I'll take the minus. You know what I mean? I take the yeah, practice. Yeah, you know you just like, I know I missed that, man. man. No, no, no. I, 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 okay, try, try like your pass pro. You gotta. We practicing, and you can't cut in in, in, in joint practices. <laughs> and you, they ran that thirty that thirty four defense, <laughs> and he's coming up right right in a gap, full speed, bro. Yeah, step up there and stop and, and stuff that. Nah, it's tough that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go Brooks. Get on in there and lock that up. <laughs> Yo, you he right though, Randy. He, he was a three take playing linebacker. He had the nerd to wear number ninety nine. Yeah. Like, bro, what, like, what are you doing, bro? What, 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 what I'm is like, that? Yeah, y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to kill this. 
Because I'm telling you next time, I'm cutting his big ass. I'm cutting. No, straight I'm up. Sorry. You have to. You got to. My, I, I, I love, I, you know, I, I respect the game. Yes. But that's not right. Because, yeah. nope. again, and, and again, if I'm not blocking him, I got to block, block outside. Well, that's Greg Lloyd out there. So. Yeah, you know <laughs> You know something outside. Right. You got Kevin Green bro. on the other side. Man, no, that's crazy. My, my rookie year, we're playing. Like I said we played Philly twice, the Giants twice, and Ooh. I will say, LT is a grown, super grown ass man. He can do whatever he wants whenever he, he says wants super to grown. Yes, super, super yes. grown. I, I mean, again, these all these young Thundercats, these cats out here now, they no nah, LT would he did what he wanted when he wanted. Yeah, and I yeah. we had a, a all pro defense uh, left tackle. When he couldn't do nothing with this man, all and pro, I, I, all pro mean you the best in your position. It yeah. wasn't and, enough. And, and, it and, wasn't and, enough. No. It wasn't enough, dog. Like no, I said I, I ran in the uh, like we played the NFC East, so we had New York had the the Bills, so I had to see go see uh your boy your boy Bruce oh Bruce Smith and. I cut him though. I cut him. Ooh. That was a mistake. That was a mistake on my yeah, yeah, yeah. He, All you saw was two bloodshot eyes for the rest of the game, and he was looking at me. Yeah. Through yeah. the helmet. And he's like, I'm coming for you. Yeah. I, he'll he was like, I don't care about that. You I cut him and, and I, don't I didn't care about where the I, ball I, is. I cut him. Nah. And he didn't go nah. down, first of all. Let's let's get that clear. <laughs> you had a failed attempt of cutting. Yeah, and you know he had that knee, he had that knee issue. Yeah, I wasn't trying to hit him in the bad knee, but I I got to get him down. Yeah, you I'm try to play. Him. Yeah, you just try to play. <laughs> he was not happy. Not happy. <laughs> not happy. Yeah. Hey, Tony Tolbert. Cornelius got me. Bennett. Yeah. Oh, Tony Tolbert. Tony Tolbert was terrible too. So Ooh. we my rookie, oh. we played Eric Dallas. Swan. Ooh. Eric Bro, Swan. look, boy, I got a Swanee story for you. Appreciate this, ready. So we we in training camp. Up in Flagstaff, right? I'm a rookie. I'm undrafted. I'm trying to make the team. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm, I'm hitting anything that move. We do an inside run, okay? The ones is in there. You know, I got you know my little rookie little cap on my head over there, and I'm standing on the sideline. So Ed Cunningham, who's I think an analyst not for CBS or ABC or something, or at least he was. Ed was the center. Dave Craig was my quarterback. And we had G. Hurst playing running back. So we're an inside run. You know, it's, it's all run. So as a defensive guy, you know what's happening. So there ain't no read step. You ain't just, nobody dropping back. <laughs> yeah, you downhill. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, man, you setting us up for failure. So Yeah, no read pass bro, run on this. this is a none of that, bro. So <laughs> look here. I'm over here with me and another couple of rookies sitting on the side. I think it was me and Frank Sanders. And I saw Eric Swan on the snap of the football take Ed Cunningham with his left hand, and I think it was an outside zone or maybe it was a power play. I don't even remember the play. All I remember is Swanee took Ed Cunningham with his left hand, pushed this man back into Dave Craig, into Garrison Hurst, and tackled all three of them at the same time, including Ed Cunningham. So you want to talk about really thinking about life? I'm like, look here. Um, 
I know y'all been against that. He two dudes that didn't even have the ball, yeah. bro. Like, like, what, what, what is this man? You know, he get up and do the little swan, you know, like yeah. do a little, you know, his little dance. And I'm like, who? Because I didn't know Eric Swan. You know, I'm in the Midwest. I'm in Notre Dame. I don't know nothing about what's on the West Side. I'm like, who is that? And can I stay away from him, please? Because that was the most amazing. Like, Ed at the time was like 280, 285. He's a starting center in the league. You know, Dave was older. I think Dave was in the year 16 or maybe 17 at the time, you know, and G. Hurst was like in year three, going into year four. Yeah, so we came, so, G. Hurst came out together. Bro, look here, man. I've never seen a guy tackle three dudes on one play. And well, my boy Dave Atkins. He tackled me Dave. on his back with one hand. He just reached up. On he got tapped, knocked down. He was on he was on his back. He reached up and grabbed my jersey, and I just stopped. Yeah, once you got you got there's like no, there's no, that's not an arm tackle. He's just like no. I'm just gonna take no. you and body. That, that I'm you know I, I, I admit I was I was decent. You know I had a little, little shake to me, little yep. speed. Yep. I stopped yep. immediately when he grabbed me and was like, and he's okay. on the ground. Bro, when Swanee grab you, you for sure grabbed. Yeah, that dude has yeah, some just sure ungodly grabbed. strength. I mean, and fast and strong, man. Like I remember watching him in the weight room, power cleaning three fifteen, like he was doing curls, bro. I was like, "What is that? Where did that? Where did that come from?" That's you know, this is this is the you know who like that Reggie White mid nineties. This is Reggie White, man. That was him. I I left I left Washington go to Tampa. And so we got to play Green Bay twice. Yep. Black and blue, baby. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Reggie White is the nicest. He was the nicest dude ever. Yep. He would bless you after he smacked you. <laughs> I had a problem with that. I, I love Big Red. That 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 man was a, just the most beautiful human being. Yeah. But on that field, Ooh. he just, Ooh. I saw him do that hand, that hand smack to the head. And yeah. literally just drop drop a lineman to the ground. <laughs> and then I, I'm not blocking that. Bro, that club was something serious. Yeah. And he took <laughs> our guard. I mean, I'm like, no. Like, literally just, just, I'm like, you can't do that to a human being. That's that's illegal, right? I go to cut this dude. Oh, he hurtled he, you, didn't he? He hurtled me. He's like 320-something. He just, yeah. just jumped and again, I, this way, I didn't go down, cut the, I wasn't cutting ankles. Mm -hmm. Aha, aha. Yeah. I yep. went and Tony, <laughs> Tony Nathan was the running back coach at the time. I came on the sideline expecting him just, just like, just like, what are you doing? And he's like, no, hey, bro, I, ain't nothing you can do with that. <laughs> I was like, okay. As long as I'm not the only one that feels like that. Teammate was like the man, and yeah. it's like you can't be three hundred twenty something pounds hurtling hurtling human beings. Mm -mm. You just no. can't do that. And no. I just just what he did. I'm just glad he never really hit me like that. Like he hit at our tackle. Yeah, he, he got he, hurt. He came, like, went down the line and put in work <laughs> on each one of our linemen. Hey, did Irv tell you about the time he got him? No. Oh That's, my god! Oh, tiny! I'll see, mm -mm. bro. Herb <laughs> said he hit him with that that club, bro. Herb <laughs> said he said, "Ow!" <laughs> Wait, 
That's Earl Smith and he said, ow. Yes, bro. Yes, bro. He said, Earl said, he said, ow. You know, Reggie had, Reggie had that raspy voice. He's all, like, oh, come yeah. on, Earl. I ain't even hit you the hard. Come on, yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Dude, he called he he called me up in the offseason trying to talk like we cool. <laughs> I'm like, no, dog, we I'm sorry, I, I still remember what you did. And I mean he would call you up and like preach to you. And I'm like, you are a good man. I know you are, but right now I'm just I'm not there yet. I have oh. not made it past what, oh. what you did to my whole oh, offensive line. My God. Oh, Man, some of them cats was crazy, man. Oh my like, god! And, I mean, great people, but like Hardy yeah. Nickerson was another one. I was at, when we played oh, Tampa. Tampa Bay. Hardy, yeah. Hardy was on my head. I again, much respect to him. Yeah. I, yeah. That's that's my boy to this day. Yeah. But when I was in Washington, he was in Tampa. I hated him. Yeah, Hardy was different. Yeah. Hardy was different. Well, like his, his his name said everything you need to know about him. Hardy. So, so who hit you the hardest during a Notre Dame practice? Chris Orch. Really? Brian Young. Brian Young. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because a lot of people don't, don't know B.Y. came in as an outside linebacker. Yeah. And and Chris came in as an inside linebacker. Yep. So did Jim Flanagan. So did Oliver Gibson. All them guys wow. came backers in my class, bro. Oh, no, no. I, I will I scratch that. It would be OG. This OG, actually yeah, really had me, yeah. had me yeah. looking at the side of my ear. <laughs> I'm not even joking. And and his coach Hoax's fault though. Hey, it was messed up, bro. It that was, was, it was okay. Up. Now you gotta understand, like we our inside run, mm -hmm. we going we. I mean, it was a it was gonna be a fight. Hey, live no tackling. Fight. Live no tackling. Live. No tackling. What what does that mean? Live no tackling. That, that that mean, how you how do you come up with live no tackling? That didn't mean nothing to Demetrius Dubose. <laughs> nothing. nothing. Not nothing. Zero. Nothing. Zero. Ooh. So tell the story, story, Reggie. I'm oh. weak. <laughs> we run a play, and the the left guard, right guard left guard. That was it. 
Oh, it was AT. Oh, it was yeah, AT, AT, dog. So AT owes me. He owes me. He owes me part of my life. I because I probably had some neurological damage from that. So AT messes up, and Joe Moore is like going to put in the backup left guard. Mm-hmm. Coach O's like, no, damn it, his ass, his ass won't do it. We're gonna play this without just, just we're gonna play with ten men. His ass didn't do anything anyway. And we're running, and this is we're replaying the play. We're running the same play. Oh my god! Everybody knows where the ball is going, and we're not. Same setup. We're without. We're without oh. a left tackle. No oh. left tackle. OG. Oh, so by the way, Coach Host, Coach Host has been known to do this. Oh yes, yeah, that's like. Oh yeah. What the crazy Bro, thing? Is, we ran the play like we good. We right. don't need it. We we can run this play without a guard, and we're gonna Bro, be fine. OG lined up as a three technique where the guard would be. Nobody over saying. And it, <laughs> okay, now you, we supposed to be boys, right? Nine ten. We don't. We didn't. We didn't glad hand each other. You know. You go. You play. But damn, bro, you know there's nobody on your head, and you just tee off. Yeah, full speed. Full, full speed. Full speed. Full speed. I am looking out of my ear hole. I still, I, you, you, you can ask OG to this day. I still ain't forgiving him for that. Hey, it's it's it, true though, man. His hel- Reggie's helmet was over here. Yes, he was looking out his ear hole, ear bro. Hole. Like it, it, it was, it's not. Thing. It, you know how people oh. exaggerate that stuff? No, nope. no exaggeration. It's a real None. thing. Exactly. <laughs> factual, factual. I'm looking out my ear hole, and I'm just hot. Poor Reggie. Coach, Coach Jose, that's what it looks like when your ass is in there anyway. <laughs> he's, he's over here cussing out Aaron Taylor. I got to pay the price for AT. Hey, hey, yo. Oh, my God. Yeah, he got you, dog. He got you good. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, I, I, I mean, I'm not saying we like, you know, uh, homies, but we boys. Yeah, 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 for sure. I mean, just, for sure. I mean I'm not saying you. I'm not saying take it easy. Right. You get up. You, you don't. Bro. You don't have to run through me. There ain't nobody up there blocking you, bro. There nobody, was nobody. You don't have to run through a. You don't have to run through a brother. Well, nobody yeah. slowing him down. Not. I mean, no. Like he got there at the same time as as, as the handoff. I was man. handing the ball off. So, Reg, what did you? Exposed. What did you had to do? Something to OG that week leading up to practice. Nope. No, nope. bro. That's just OG. No. That was just That's OG. Just OG. Like, like you just know that the game. If he gets the opportunity, he's gonna let you. He's have gonna it. take it every time. He ain't gonna yeah. be like had no context. None. And be like, okay, and, and, I understand. And, we'll be off and, real. and off the field, off the field, we good. Chill. He, he, yeah, off chill. the field, he'd be like, he'd be like, what happened, bro? Like, what, like, what's wrong? Man, look. Uh, left. Hey, left. Left. I gotta ask Reds to do the, the Lou Holtz to Aaron Taylor one more time, bro. What did you tell Aaron? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, get your damn ass out of there. This is what it looks like when your damn ass is in there playing. I'm like, so I got to pay the price. <laughs> you being this this man. Yeah. I will say this, though. Based on how how the, what happened to our offensive line under, under Coach Moore, I was the beneficiary of that. So I'll take that hit and be okay because – that never happened. That's what you gotta understand. For to get hit in the backfield, nope. 
that that was not allowed. Double Every, team. Nope. And mm -hmm. and Joe Moore loved me and Jerome. He Ooh. loved us. Ooh. Like we come down and man, I mean, our offensive line took a beating. I mean, look, look, Reg, took us. look Reg, I, I'm I'm about to I'm about to draw something on y'all. Something I've never admitted. Oh. There's something I've never admitted publicly. I wasn't the best tight end, right? I mean, I, I could block. I could catch red zone. I wasn't fast. I would have been a, probably a, an all-American tackle, right? When Coach Holes came to me, he's like, we want to move you to tackle. I lost weight, right? I wanted no parts of what Coach Moore was doing to the linemen all practice long because it was bad enough when me and Irv and Derek was over there doing one-on-ones, you know, with the linemen. You know, when, when it was time for, you know, seven on seven or Pascal, we was out. We was like, hey, we'll we'll go run decoys. Hey, I will run this seam route knowing good and well we ain't in the read instead of being over there doing one-on-ones and crab crawling all practice, bro. I'm telling yeah. you right now. So Dude. instead instead of having a 15-year career, I had a two and a half year career because I didn't want to mess with Coach Moore. Like I, I made a I made a decision about my neck and my shoulders and my life. Um, a part of it was what I saw my freshman year. We're playing at Pittsburgh. I know you remember this, Reggie. We're playing at Pittsburgh. Reggie's playing corner. Reggie's playing corner. We go down. We score. Gene McGuire was a fifth-year senior. Gene was a great offensive lineman. Played center, played guard, played tackle. Gene played everywhere for us, right? We can't. We score. I'm and I'm standing next to OG. OG and I came in on the same trip. That's my boy. We score a touchdown. We're at Pitt, which obviously that's that's an emotional game for Coach Moore, right? Man, Gene come trotting off the field. Coach Moore met this man at the numbers and hit him with a right hook, right at the waistline. Bow. And I was like, oh, I'm sitting. I'm like, did anybody else see that? <laughs> after and a score. After we scored a touchdown. After we scored a touchdown. So I'm like, man, what how like what how like, OG, did you see that? He's like, man. He's like, that's your offensive stuff, man. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> He's like, I don't know nothing about that. No, 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 no. That 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 that's not it. That that's not it. Like, like, you know, Coach Moore used to go in, bro. And and it wasn't in you know in the meeting room when he smoked a pack of cigarettes in the meeting room during the meeting before we got onto the field, bruh. I was like, nope, I will be a decoy all day long and block power and counter and fifty eight wall, fifty nine wall. Then the cows come home. Thank you very much. No thank you. Mm, no thank you. <laughs> now you mentioned Reg. Reg mentioned. Once again, Lucky Lefty Podcast, Sean Davis, Malik Zaire with our two special guests, Notre Dame legends, Reggie Brooks, Oscar McBride, right here. We spin it different. You mentioned the relationship you and Jerome had with Coach Moore. I've witnessed myself during Harry Heastan's time, the relationship that he had with the running backs at Notre Dame and how they would talk about different plays. And I always, that the first time I really start, you know, covering Notre Dame, I was like, yo, that's that's very interesting that the O-line coach would have this interaction during practices after each play with the running backs. But yep. I guess it makes sense to be able to tell the running backs, like, yo, what did you see? 
This is what you should see. This is what we're trying to do. This is how you should attack it. Yep. And I guess the great offensive line coaches, that's what they do. They have great relationships with their linemen, but with the running backs as well. Yep, 100%. And it, and it made it so easy for us because we knew our line, line didn't have to talk to each other. Mm. They just, you know, they were on the same page and we were on the same page because we knew this is how this the blocking scheme will be this, but also the ability to adapt. So if something happens, we're on the same page. It's like I said, if somebody crosses somebody's face, I know how to react to that because I know what the response of the offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. But I also know, again, we would practice against 12, 13 people and have like nine men on the line. 100%. And, yep. and they had to block everybody. Yes, sir. You had to block everybody. So, yeah, yeah. So at practice. So wait a minute. Clarify this for everybody that's, you know, for our listeners. And everybody's going to follow this in the coming weeks. You're saying on defense, you're only supposed to have 11 on the field. Yeah. They would put 12 to 13 guys on defense, and then you guys would have nine guys on Gotta the line. Got to figure it out, man. You better get them blocked. Got to figure it out. Like I said, if, 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 you got, if you got a reach block on, you better reach two people. Yep. Reach them both, block them both. Got to come with it. So it was like when we got to the game, that was so easy. That was easy. It was so easy. I mean, like we, we knew, we knew. Like, like my favorite play was fifty-eight, fifty-nine wall because that that means the tight ends have a reach block. Mm. So they call that play in the huddle. I'm looking at Reggie. I'm like, hey, get my hip. Yeah, get my. And hip. I know my, my point of attack, and I know Big O has got. He's gonna make that block. Yeah. I never look. I never looked at a like one technique, three technique. I get a pre-snap read, see where the defense is, defensive lineman is. My my eyes have always on second level, linebackers yes, and safeties. Yes, sir. I know that that first line, the down, no down lineman, I block. He has, he has no chance, bro. He has so no I chance. never even I never even look after the after at, at when this ball is snapped after pre-snap read. You know, I just need to know where they are so I can know how how they're gonna block them. And my eyes immediately go to the next level to see, okay, hey, where are the linebackers and safeties? Because I never even considered being hit. A, nope. a double team, if a double team got split, that was not going to be well go well the next day. Look here, the next day. What do you mean? You come off oh, the yeah. field, bro. <laughs> like, like Coach Moore is on the sideline waiting for you, bro. Yeah. Like waiting, waiting for you. I remember he got it. He he gut punched. Um, uh, Jordy Halter. That wasn't a gut punch. That was that was a kick to the chest, bro. Oh, that was a kick. That was a kick to the chest. That was a different was, one, though. He, I was he, right. He gutted him one time, though. He gutted him one time, but bro, one time. Yeah, this was my sophomore year. Where I was running twos. Jordy was playing right tackle, and I forget what the play was. We had messed up, and it was obviously Jordy because Coach Moore was standing at linebacker depth. I'll never forget this as long as I live, man. Coach Moore standing at linebacker depth with a cigarette in his hand. Get in your stance, Halder. And I'm, you know, I'm tight in, so I'm right next to this man. Get in your stance, Halder. And Shorty's like, kind of like, he wasn't sure because Coach Moore was stutter stepping like he was getting ready to blitz, right? Shorty got in his stance. Coach Moore came from like four yards deep and kicked this man in the chest. Boom! Now, mind you, I'm I'm a split 
oh, I'm three feet, two and a half feet away from this man, petrified to laugh, petrified to laugh. Now I'm hearing Rick Meyer and Irv behind me trying to hold it in as Jordy's laying on the ground after taking Coach Moore's size nine and a half in his chest. It was different back then, man. Yeah. It was it was different. It it wasn't I just bad. Was, yeah. I benefited. I averaged over eight yards a carry. That's insane. And that is not because I was that elite. I was good, but I, like we created uh, another line of scrimmage every hold up, every hold up, hold up, hold up, Red, Red, you, you, you're selling you yourself you short. Hold up, dog. Hold up, hold up. You're selling yourself short, OG. Ready B, you you was elite. Okay, you you was elite. I, now, like I said, like, like Coach Mose would say, hey, you just give me that first three, four yards, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Now, again, yeah. but I just did what I was supposed to do with that first three yards because they created another line of scrimmage. We would always Man, push the de defensive line off the ball a yard and a half to two yards. So I'm making cuts at, at linebacker depth by the end. That's the yeah. first thing I'm entering. And, and that was my always my thing is like, hey, just make sure – if you go down there, because one thing, if, if I get tackled anywhere inside the red zone, I will never touch the ball again because it's <laughs> number six. So that's why I said I I had to score, score from long distance. Hey, 60 trap is the thing, bro. Yeah. But also, I didn't want to have my linemen, because, again, you don't want you, your linemen shouldn't have to run more than 30, 40 yards. Man, so, and, and they should be running up to get ready for the PAT. Yep. Well, let's see, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna break break it out, I need to get that thing to the end zone. So the big fella, they don't need to be doing too much running. Bro, there were so many, there were so many things though to that point, Reggie. There were so many things that were a part of that, bro. Like, you know, there was the pride of of the guys that mm. had come before that had won the national championship. Um, there was, you know, the the level of commitment that Coach Moore, Coach, Coach Holtz always talked about, trust, love, and commitment. Um there was the fact that we were so stacked. If you messed up, you, you next next man, next man next up, man up, your your job was gone. Like there was no do overs. And then obviously there was that fear factor, man. Like like you were afraid to like yeah, your job you hinged on every single play when you were a lineman and a tight end. Like it didn't, you, you know, make a mistake. It was not allowed, bro. It it was not acceptable. For you to not make your block or to have mental error, like missed the assignments, not knowing who to block, not knowing what route to run, it wasn't a thing. It wasn't a thing. It just wasn't acceptable. And and no. also, you had that much love for your teammates as like, yep. I can't let this brother down. They're yep. counting on me. 100%. And this is whether you offense and defense. I, I don't recall being on a tighter knit group. Because, yep. again, we still have that same bond Today. to this day. Yeah, man. Yep. I'm like, I know I can call. If, if I'm out in California and I don't call O, I o call up Big Oscar or freaking uh, Steve Berline, anybody, that, man, I'm I'm going to get I'm gonna get foot to yeah. ass. Yeah, I'm talking, I'm, talking, I'm talking cash, bro. And it's like, and, and, and not only that, but our families. Like, it's so cool. Like I said, you know, you see, you, and our kids see it. Yeah. They're like, "Damn, why y'all?" I mean, how much pride? How much pride do you guys have? Because it's not your sons. 
But when you see Jim Flanagan's son commit to Notre Dame, when you see Bryce Young commit to Notre Dame, how much pride do you feel? Oh, yeah. You know, you talk about that brotherhood. That has that's to hit nephew. you guys. That's, that's yeah. nephew. nephew. Yeah. Like, like, I, to the game. I know when uh because I'm I'll be I'll be watching uh Jerome's son play because he told me, hey, they played the uh, state championship in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, you can find it on, on one of the channels. So I'm gonna look it up and, and watch yeah. it. But I was like, I was telling telling little, little JB, I, I didn't even say nothing to Jerome. I was like, man, when you gonna go ahead and make that move? That's like, right. You know, right. We, right. That's and, how you recruit. When I talked to Big Bryce, Bryce Young, when I saw him at the the what was oh yeah it was the uh, Hall of Fame induction, he's yeah. bigger than his daddy. Bro, look, yeah, he's 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 more. hey, hey, Bro, I, I was at BY's crib in 2021 when Bryce was ninth grade going into his sophomore year. Okay, you know we out there going. We went to Duke. You know my son was you know doing the recruiting you know camps and stuff like that. So we, you know, we in Cagalac, BY's like, come through. So we come through, have dinner with him and Kristen. He out there on the green egg. Bro, Bryce was barely 6'1". Wow. Okay, so this this is this is the summer of 21. When I wow. see him at the spring game in 22, this man is 6'4", 220 pounds, Running a sub 23 200. He runs a 200 meter. Yes, bro. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, but people, people, was that guy. Here's, here's the thing, bro. People people forget that his mom was an elite track athlete at yeah. Notre Dame. She, she, was, she was on the track team. Yes. Kristen was lovely. And, 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 and every time I knew, because I was an administrator for the track and field program, I was yep. always, I was like, I ain't call him BY. Be yeah. I'm on our alumni, the track and field alumni. You were one. She was. You talking about an OG? Ooh. Ooh. They had a little a, a relay group that again that really because the, the women's track didn't wasn't uh, official until '89. Right. right, right. So she came in when it was just getting started as a varsity sport. Yeah, and yeah. Her, her Latrice, yeah. That's crazy. So, and it's crazy. Well, and I gotta say, because like I said, you know, we talk about our kids, like like Oscar's son. Yeah. Oscar. Every time I see him, I want to choke him out. Because <laughs> he, he he always give me, but he knows. Like if if he needs something, he he, he knows he can pick up the phone and say, "Hey, yeah, red, hundred percent, hundred percent." Because I, I mean, and that's the thing about it. It's like you know having that ability to, to, to cross generations to have yeah. that connection say hey if somebody's out out west hey i'm gonna call them and say hey look out for so-and-so my, say my, my son my nephew anyway. yep. and that's is rare but again we, we gotta find a way to get back to that of you know yep. it's hard because everything now is so much money driven yeah you know Everything. And again, I'm I'm all for these, these young cats getting paid, but it's yep. more important for them to develop that those relationships of these are these relationships you develop in, in college, that's what's gonna carry you through life, not right. not through an NFL career, but through right. life. So 30, 40, 50 years later, you yep. know you got these guys that got your back. Yeah, and they're gonna look out for you no matter what. For yeah. sure, for sure. Yo. So Jeff Burris talking about Bryce. Jeff Burris told him we we interviewed him, and Jeff said, "Man, look, 
He's pretty boy. He said, he said I tried. He said I tried to get on Bryce early. He probably when he said he tried to get on Bryce when he was like a freshman. Yep. He was like six one. Yep. And he was like, yo, uh, he said I was <laughs> talking to BY and I said, man, you think I got a chance? And BY looked at him and was like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> nah, bro. He's like, nah, like we, nah, bro. <laughs> nah. he's not. He's not coming to the raging Cajun. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not happening. And Jeff was like, "Hey, I tried. I tried. To, I tried to get on him." And he was like, "Yo, the player he's become." He was like, "Man, you know." He went straight from saying, "I tried," to, "Man, I'm so proud of that dude." 100%. And you could see that. You could just see. The brotherhood just beaming yeah, out man. of Jeff as he started talking yep. about him. It was like, yo, yep. this is like, because I've been around, I've probably been around Malik's group of guys more than you guys in person. Uh -huh. Like, yep. I've talked to you guys, but I've been around them in person. And it's the same thing. Like, the brotherhood is absolutely yep. amazing to watch. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. <laughs>